just in case you didn't know who I am, I'm Terrence Farrell, a.k.a. T. Farrell. And on this episode of Words for Levites, my special guest is Dr. Julius A. Sloan. Now, Julius, Dr. Sloan, or Bishop, I, li- I like to just call him Bishop Sloan. Bishop, um, he's a powerful preacher, powerful teacher. In my research, I didn't realize he was in ministry for over 20 years. I just spoke to him. He said this year to be 30 years he's been pastor. 30 years. He just came out with a project, um, Worship the King, produced by uh, my my good friend, Deron Woodside. Shout out to Deron. I'm going to get him on the podcast soon. Um, But it's it's a powerful project. And he's also a father of three Man, he's he's doing so much. Um, we're gonna have a great conversation, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Help me welcome Dr. Julius Sloan, Bishop. How you doing, man? Hey, man, I am excellent. Thank you so much, man. Thank you so much. Asking. Thank you. No problem, man. So yeah, like I said, I didn't I didn't realize you were in ministry that long. About to be pastoring for for thirty years, man. That's that's how do you. How do you stay on top of your game as a leader? Well, what, what I try to do is I try to, as a leader, rest. Rest is important to me. Um, taking care of my temple, my physical um, body, and that's not, not without a whole lot of exercise and prayer and meditation. Um, those things kind of keep me grounded. Mm-hmm. Uh, and gives me the energy that I need to um, fulfill my tasks and my responsibilities. I got you. I got you. That rest is definitely important, man. So, so many people gloss, gloss over that because they feel like I got to do this. I got to do, I got to be here and I got to be there and I, I got to get on a flight and go over here. I got to preach and And now we're going to do this. And the rest kind of takes a backseat or, you know, they rest on the way to the next thing. And rest is, is so important. Now, yeah. do you like schedule rest or just shut everything down or how how's it work for you yeah it's crazy now because uh right now um I, I teach also i teach um at um eagle academy in the bronx okay um, so i teach sixth seven and eighth grade they throw in ninth grade this year and uh so i get up early so that means i have to be in the bed like 8 30 and i don't believe that me i have to be in the bed at 8.30, but I need that time, you know, to rejuvenate my body, um, right. prepare myself for the day. I got you. I got you. So now, while, while we're on that, man, and just because I know there's, there's a lot of people always trying to do a million things, you got any, like, time management tips, how you keep everything in order and stay focused? Oh, yeah. This is one of my best friends. Aha! <laughs> I don't know if y'all can see that over there, but yeah, yeah, got a little calendar. You got your your task. <laughs> I got my task, uh, my my three things that I have to accomplish for the day. You know, the three things that I want to accomplish in the um, week, and so I try to you know keep that and an idea of something that's coming up. And if it's an emergency, you know, or not emergency, but it needs immediate attention, I put it in red, so I color code it. To yeah. try to um, you know, keep myself um on, on task, mm-hmm. um, to follow through on on things. Cause when you got a lot going on, something could slip very easily, man. It just, you know, and it, it may be important, but it, it it can slip. So I try to stay as organized as I as I can with calendars and 
they got all these electronic gadgets and stuff like that to kind of keep you, you know, uh, organized. Right, right, right. Yeah, I do. I do the electronic thing, but you know, you you look old school. You got the you got the board. See, <laughs> you got the whiteboard on there. That's I ain't playing. Right, you saw the colors. <laughs> I saw it, man. I saw it. I saw it. The rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good, man. It's all. Right. Good. Hey, as long as it works, long as it works. Now, yeah. I yeah. want to flip, man, because the the project you just released, man, it's a powerful project. It sounds amazing. Um, and I get a lot of people that come through the studio and they, they start to, you know, they start to get this negative talking with this, the state of the music industry right now, what keeps you putting out music or what drives you to keep, keep doing the music thing? Uh, you know what? It's, 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 it's hard to describe, but you want to say it's a ministry, you want to say it's a calling. So if it's a calling, you don't kind of retire from it. It's always there. I learned something incredible from David Frazier, from talking to David Frazier about the difference, you know, between music ministry and the industry. Um, because when I'm putting out music, I'm like this is what God gave to me and other artists on all my projects. I just try to bring people in and, you know, allow them, allow my vision to be so large that it includes other people. Mm-hmm. Timothy Wright did that for me. Uh, Reverend Timothy Wright did that for me. I sang with him for 10 years and his vision was so big that it included all of us singers, you know, uh, in that and all the musicians in that, that we could have our visions within a vision. Mm-hmm. And so when it comes to, um, to that, it, it's a ministry. It keeps going because it sh- it's definitely not sales. You're not, <laughs> you know, sales. Yeah, because of ministry, you love what you do. You, I love the process, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I, you know, you can listen to a song and hear this and that. But the process reminds me of um, Build-A-Bear. When you go to Build-A-Bear, you can buy a teddy bear, right? You just bought a teddy bear, you like it. But when you go to Build-A-Bear, it's unique because you know you pick pick those eyes, you pick that nose, Mm -hmm. you pick that color. And so that's how it is, you know, with music. Like, you know you put something, you know, into it. You know what it took to for this uh, product to be released. Yeah, 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 yeah. De- definitely. I mean, there's so many people that like different um, different parts of the process. And so so many times I see people, you know, they get in it. Um, and I spoke about this a couple of weeks ago. They get in it for the love and then they love the music and they love the process. And then somewhere along the line, you get so fixated on money that it oh. kind of drains it all. It's almost like well, if I ain't getting enough sales and if enough people ain't clicking on it and well, then why, why am I doing this? And I need to get something. What is this person doing so I could do that and get more sales and get more clicks? And maybe I need to get out and dress this way. And it, it, yeah. just, it turns the whole thing. Yeah, that's amazing. You, you would say that because I was talking to somebody and they said, you know, I enjoyed that, but you need to talk more on your album because that's what's in now talking. I was like, I don't talk. I'm not, I'm not talking on no album. That's not that's not what I do, you know. And, and that wouldn't be real, uh, you know, if I did something like that just to make money. I'm on there talking like with my TD Jake's voice. That's not that's that's not me, you know. But people right. will, you know, do it just um, for that. And I, I want to, um, if I may, this new thing about um, Billboard and and charting. Yeah. is the new thing now because that's where that industry piece come in where people are just trying to get in where they'll pay in order to chart 
you know, and, and they're asphyxiated with that. And then they're discouraged because the number's not where it should be when the, the, the premise should be ministry, reaching people with the gospel through song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that that's I'm I'm glad I'm glad you touched on that. I mean, because we we get sidetracked. I mean, and, and myself, I got I got sidetracked, you know, as a producer and this and that's like I need I need to produce for the bigger people and you know, I need to I need to get out there. And, and if you just just I just reevaluated everything I was doing. It's like, what am I doing this for? This and that. And it really came down to I'm here to serve. I'm here yeah. to serve singers, musicians, and ministry leaders. Like that's what I do. And that's it. And yeah. God, God will provide the rest. And sometimes it don't look like it. Or <laughs> but he always does. You know, it's it, it right? right. It doesn't look like the way we want it to look. Often. Right, right. Yeah. But you know, when I think about that, I I, I thought about um, oh my God, every praise, David Bratton. Yes, David Bratton. Well, he's been writing for for years. Mm-hmm. And one song that he wrote years ago yeah. came back to be the number one song of the decade. Yes, yes. The whole, you know, um, uh, a decade. And so sometimes you don't even know where this thing is going to, you know, end up or who you're going to connect to along the way. Uh, and maybe you already even did it already and you don't even um, uh, realize it. Maybe a song that you produced five years ago will we'll come back and connect you to um, other people. But I think when our motives are pure, God will make those connections. Definitely. Definitely. So I have to ask because everybody goes through something. And um, one of the one of the foundations I built this podcast on was the fact that um, we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. And so many times people are encouraged by testimony. So I want to ask, what's one of the toughest things that God's brought you through? I think I'm going to, I'll say uh, my divorce. I think that was real mm-hmm. tough uh, for me because you can get so busy and, and sometimes you don't realize that um, family is your first ministry. Mm-hmm. Your first uh ministry and you have to take care of uh family it's it's a necessity and sometimes you can get so busy with ministry that i don't think that's godly if your family's not being taken care of mm. and so your should, pursuit really should be um to cultivate your family first and make sure your family is good before you doing anything like you talk about all these trips on the you know on the plane you got to make sure your your family is good um, first, or sometimes you got to say, I can't go, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that's one thing, um, making it, uh, through that, um, was very challenging for, for me because you, you're a preacher, um, you're a Pentecostal apostolic preacher at that. You don't supposed to be getting no d- divorce and, and they're looking at you. Then you have a slate of engagements and then all of a sudden like, Hey man, we're going to have to reschedule. And, you know, you're associating it with the divorce and sometimes it is and sometimes it's not. But all of this is going on in your mind. Mm-hmm. But you've got to continue to move forward, um, uh, um, doing what you have been called to you know, to do. And I learned something from Bishop Bernard on Jordan that even if you're divorced, you have to keep your vows. And that's kind of crazy. It sounds kind of crazy. But what he means is, is that you promise to um, in sickness and health, look out for that person. 
Mm-hmm. And at all possible, you should still uh, do those things. And that was very helpful for me in order to make it through that season. Wow. 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 And, and I, I, I haven't in doing this podcast um, and, and the fact that people have been as candid as they've been, I didn't realize how how often the attack comes through our family when we're in ministry, be it music ministry or preaching or teaching, because I've had people on and they, you know, and I asked the question, what's one of the toughest things? And more often than I thought it would come up, divorce comes up. Like, I didn't even know, you know, that's what you were going to say. And the person we had on last week, that was their ministry and or that was their testimony, I should say. Wow. <laughs> and and it's it's just one of those things where it's like, this is a real thing. This is this is a, a a chink in the armor or something we don't pay attention to enough. Let yes. That when we're when we're out and we're moving and we just think, you know, when we get back, the person's going to be there or, you know, things going to be as usual. And we don't pay as much attention until maybe it's too late or, yeah. you know, things get shifted. Right. Because you're busy and you don't see the signs. Mm-hmm. You know, you're so busy doing and thinking that. You don't communicate properly to, you know, know if everybody's all right because you're so busy. And sometimes you think things satisfy, you know, people both ways. Like if, if if she buys me a watch and I buy her a coat, like we all good, right? No, sometimes they just want time, mm. uh, which is, can be more valuable than all of those um, those other things. Yeah, yeah. And I think having, you know, good models and and and. Good friends. It's hard to, you know, find good couples, sanctified, wholesome couples that you can really share with, you know, and hang. I think that's vital also. Family is first, but those relationships that you can get out the house and go to dinner, you know, with other people uh, um, is important too. finding um, that common ground with somebody else is good. No, I I appreciate that wisdom, man. Definitely. I I know it's going to help people. Man, I just I, I appreciate your candidness, man. I, I do. Man, I really I, I'm I'm really stoked that you that you're on the podcast, man. We've been working together for years, man. Long time. <laughs> I told you I was gonna get on that wall though. I told you I was gonna get on that wall. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> That's all right, man. That's all right. So so to let let people know what else you got going on now or what's next for you. What what's going on now? Yeah, I got the bug back. To be honest, I you know, I wasn't, I didn't think I was ready. I had some songs that I wanted to do, but it was Deron that said, it's time, you know, Bishop, it's been like eight years since you did something. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I, different members in my church was doing little things. And I was like, again, with that, you have a vision that has to be large enough to incorporate other people in it. And so we had Tiffany Locke, who had wrote a song, uh, Worship the King, actually. And mm-hmm. Janelle Howard, who had um, uh, uh, wrote a song, and these are members in the church. Andrew Wilkins was there. Duran is a producer. My sons um, play play the drums. So it, everything we needed was, you know, there on that. So now I got the bug back again, where I want to do a, a traditional song. Um, I know it was the blood. I'll be in the studio soon with you. Okay, all right. <laughs> my Baptist church, because you know, I, I pastor two churches now. I pastor Messiah Missionary Baptist Church in Brooklyn, uh, Sutter okay. Avenue, New Day. And uh, I'm also the assistant pastor with my spiritual father, Dr. Nathaniel Waterman, uh, in Brooklyn on Louisiana Avenue. 
but I want to get that Baptist feel um, back. And I'm the album cover is going to be me with a robe on. <laughs> with them, it's going to be a burgundy robe, and they're going to have burgundy tops and white bottoms. I'm going all the way back to James <laughs> Cleveland. <laughs> But wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. I don't even want to gloss over what you just said. There's two churches and you're teaching and you're doing the music thing. Like, dude, how do you fit all that? <laughs> it's only 24 hours. <laughs> I don't care what I'm doing. 8.39 o'clock, I'm going to bed. I hear That's you. Why. I hear you. <laughs> you know, I dream all day. <laughs> I got uh, time in the morning. You know, my ride, because I'm, I'm in Jersey now. I got about an hour and an hour and 10 minutes going and about an hour and 20 minutes, 30 minutes coming back home. Wow. Um, so in that time, man, it's my, it's an office. Um, it's a sanctuary. It's what I needed to be by myself on that ride. Mm-hmm. So much creativity comes out of that um, ride alone. So much things uh, are able to be done. And then I got a good staff, brother, because you can't do it without without that. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. Say I, that again, man. Everybody, a lot of people out here trying to do everything on their own. Yeah, and I, I don't I don't preach as much as I um, you know used to um, because we have other people, and I, I have this crazy thought in my mind of like the church is is not so, shouldn't be so top heavy. We should be able to appreciate multiple voices. Mm-hmm. You know, you have you have a leader, but you should be able to appreciate multiple voices. I don't like this concept of, oh, if he ain't hooping, I don't want to hear him. I don't, I don't want, I mean, if somebody's just talking to me, I'm good, as long as it's the word. Yeah, yeah, you gotta yeah. Put some gravy on it, that works, that, okay. But we should be able to appreciate it all. Right, right. That's that's, that's what's up, man. So so you said you got the bug, man. So so yeah, let, let the people know. So, so how soon is this coming or... Well, yeah, Deron won't let me, man, because he we're not finished with this. I'm committed to a year with Worship the King. I got you. So Push, I, yeah, I, yeah, it's true. One year I committed to uh, put, pushing that and getting behind it, and it's a slow grind with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, with it, so we go every month. We got something else planned around the project mm-hmm. uh, to push that and keep that on. That's another thing because people will put out a project. They'll let it go for a month. And then because, you know, they ain't getting enough likes, they just like think it's over. It's over when you say it's over. It's true. You can keep it going. You can find different outlets to, you know, release it, different platforms to do um, things. I did something real crazy in in Jersey. I bought a um, billboard and just put it in the back of a concert. I called the guy up and say, hey, man, I'll give you $100 if you could put my... uh, sign up in the back he's got that uh screen and all of that stuff yeah and i got a lot of you know response from nice that so that that's the plan but that that's what we're doing we we keep on um pushing this project as we're preparing for what's coming later on that's that's nice man gotta stay creative gotta stay creative that's cool man so uh any any final words of advice for singers musicians and ministry leaders before we close yeah, get a team and uh, allow people to help you, man. Allow people to, um, I know you got a great song, but somebody else um, has a great one too. So you can, you know, bring them in uh, right. on your project and, and make it, you know, colorful. Not not just one direction with you, but bring other people in. Get your team together. Nice, nice, man. For anybody that hasn't checked it out, Worship the King um, by, well, the artist on it, is it is it uh, Julia Sloan or is it's it? Uh, 
It's New Day Praise. Yeah, it's New Day, New Day Praise. Right, 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 right. So the it's artist is New Day Praise. Look for New Day Praise. Worship the King came out 2021. It's an amazing, powerful project. Definitely check that out. Um, I thank you again for being a guest on Words for Levites. Man, I, I, I love you, man. I love you. I love what you're doing. Brother, I appreciate you. Definitely, man. Um, for anybody that's that's new to Words for Levites, I appreciate you listening. Remember to subscribe, like, share. Our prayer is that something that was said here, God uses to speak to you directly. Um, we'll see you next week. And with that, we're out. <laughs>